It's good to see you. Thanks, thanks for being here. It wouldn't be the same without you. Okay, so as Kate said this morning, uh, or this afternoon, we've got the opportunity to uh, release some prophetic words. Kate and I have been um, leading a group of people that have prophetic ministry within the church. Uh, we meet regularly just to talk about what the Holy Spirit is saying um, and have some prophetic input into the life of the church. Every year, when we get to this time of year, we... Um, want to share a little bit about what we're sensing for this next year coming up, what God's saying. You know, we, we believe that God is a God who loves to speak, right? He's the revealer of things. He, he reveals himself to us, and then he reveals his heart to us. And uh, so it's an opportunity for that revelation that's come, and obviously it's not the only revelation, but you know, the revelation that's come through people that uh, we recognize as having a strong prophetic ministry, uh, and uh, God wants to speak to us and give us guideposts and signposts to what he wants to do this year. He loves to reveal his heart, his plans, and his purpose, right? And so um, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3 says this, one who prophesies speaks to men for edification and exhortation and consultation. What does that mean? Well, it means that the first one is to, to build up. The second one is in, in courage and consolation. Did I say rather than consultation? Yeah, okay. Well spotted. At least two of you were listening, so that's good. So the first one is to build up. So that that. The, the purpose of prophetic is, in part, to bring something to f closer to fulfillment, full, fullness, or completion. Okay, That's what that word means in the Greek. It's assisting in the construction of an incomplete building. How many of you have prophetic words, or you've got sense of destiny and calling that you know God has put in your heart, but you know has not yet been fulfilled? It's un unfulfilled or incomplete as yet. Well, the purpose of the prophetic is to encourage you and strengthen you, to build you up so that the Holy Spirit and you will complete the tasks that he's spoken over you and into you. And so one of the things you're going to be hearing this afternoon is words that, that, that speak into situations that are going to increase the potential of someone or something, and of you, increase your potential of the Holy Spirit fulfilling it in you. Now, there's an emphasis on process. Can I say a yay? yay. Right, so this God is, in, in his building up of us, he loves to, to take us through process or process. Right, where we actually, uh, through the issues of life, through just uh, his dealings with us, he, he's growing us, not in an instant quick fix, but actually taking us through process. Part of the building that he's doing is bringing us through life circumstances, through the squeeze, through the narrow place, or sometimes even the wide, spacious place, but he's building us up to increase and to strengthen us. So that's the first thing. Is you need some building up. Well, we believe that the prophetic this morning is going to help you with that. Secondly, it is to encourage, which basically means to embolden another in a belief or a course of action. I know there's some of us here, myself included, where I've got, these, I've got a sense of what God wants to do or I've got a sense of, of his heart, but I need some emboldening. I need some, a shot in the arm. I need some courage that says, hey, this is what God's got for you. You can do it. And, and so there's a dimension of the prophetic words that we're going to about to hear that for some of us, we need that encouragement, that emboldening into the belief or the course of action. The power of the Holy Spirit saying, I've got this for you. I'm in you. We're going to get this done. 
And then the third thing is the console, consolation. And for some of us, we've had, we're in difficult circumstances or we're, we're looking for some relief. We're looking for some, some opportunity to, to find some hope in our affliction. And so the third thing for the prophetic is that it's the act of giving relief in our affliction. So do you need some building up or well, God's here for you today? Do you need some encouragement so that you can finish the course? God's here for you. Do you need some encouragement for building up your faith? Then God's here for you. Do you need some relief in your affliction? Then God is here for you. And I, we're gonna, uh, I'm going to invite some of my friends to come up and share. Um, they're not my only friends. You're all my friends, right? Um, <laughs> But um, people that we trust, and, and you're going to hear, uh, it's going to be four words. We, we had five this morning, different words, and we're, we're recording it, and we'll release it to you all uh, hopefully soon. Um, but they are going to speak, and, and one of a couple of things I want just to pull out before we ask, I ask them to come up. The first thing is, um, you're... you're it, there's a lot of words coming, so it might feel a bit overwhelming. So just allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. I have a summary at the end, okay, so and you can always go back to it. But allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you about um, the things that he wants to, 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 to say. Don't worry about trying to get all of it together. But listen with faith. Okay, because this is the Holy Spirit that's speaking to us through people that he wants to, uh, to move on us. Now, before we get into 2019, I just want to take a moment to review 2018, right? So this time last year, we were here doing the same thing, prophetic words, releasing prophetic words. And the key scripture for last year was Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. And Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 says this, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth, do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God's doing a new thing. He's calling us into something new. Do we perceive it? And actually to perceive it requires us to let go of the old to embrace the new. So some of the things he spoke to us last year was about freedom. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I see of, of both personally and corporately an increased hunger for heart freedom, an increased expression of it in this church body, and an increase of personal breakthrough and freedom for many. I, myself, uh, if you were around last year, had some deliverance, which I was able to, you know, I shared about, right? Because I, I don't want to be bound with the things uh, of the soul. I want to be free in the spirit. So there was freedom. There's harvest and breakout beyond the church. And we begin to see a trickle of that. You know, things like um, in, in, through Embrace Durham on, in the streets of Durham, some testimonies of physical and spiritual healing coming through. Uh, the, the growth of our epic community, our business community, and, and beginning to see just business taking off and people getting in a mindset of breakout beyond the church all across our community is, is wonderful. Super acceleration, some spheres, some spheres of influence opened up for people in the last year that has caused an acceleration in your life. The, the, another word was last from last year was double. And we went to two services in 2018, but I think it was more than that. It was um, a, a doubling or a multiplication of, of ministry, of freedom, of life uh, within us. And, and you'll hear some more of these themes coming through. Um, another word that came was about women and the races, um, ethnic races as opposed to 
running races. Um, and the continued, so what we've seen is the continued growth of She Gathers. We've seen uh, the women's conference that was amazing. Uh, we've seen an increase, actually, if you take it broader from the church, an increase uh, of minorities and uh, women stepping into government, into spheres of influence. Um, there's been a passing of the baton, something of a changing of guard. Uh, where younger leaders coming through, people that have been hidden now, getting uh, coming into the light. Uh, and then finally, a sifting of war, sifting war, separation of the light and the darkness. And I, I think that's just something that we're going to continue to see. But, you know, think about the last year, just that sense of the growing separation of, of the kingdom of, the, of light and the dominion of darkness. So that's kind of the, 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 the theme. I'd like now to invite um, uh, Shara Chalmers, um, Kelly Reif, Erica James, and Laura Stavlas to come up, please. Now, it just happens that they're all ladies, and they're amazing ladies. We did have some men prophesying in the earlier part, but, you know, I, I think it's good that we hear from uh, our um, wonderful, wonderful ministers. Okay, who'd like to go first? Well done. This is Shara. Happy New Year's. Well, my husband and I always seek the Lord on Rosh Hashanah, and we had an encounter, and it happened to be 9918, which 99 in the Bible means the fullness of time. And as we step into the year of 2019, which is the Jewish year of 5779, nine is known as a symbol in Hebrew of a woman giving birth. Was it not Abraham who was 99 when God appeared to him with an impossible promise? Was it not Sarah? who was told when she was 90. And many of you have dreams and desires that have been dormant that will be resurrected in the service. And we want to, I just want to speak a word over America and then the local church. The banner over America right now is that America shall be saved. The Lord is restoring the office and the era of the evangelist for souls, souls, and more souls. We are on the brink of the greatest awakening and the Jesus people movement. And in order for the lost to come home, family has to be restored. Just like Jesus told Peter in Luke 5, cast your nets deeper and there was a double portion of fish. There are going to be fish jumping into the boat, but family is the covenant that they will come into. And specifically over this house, and I'm going to pass it on to these powerhouse prophetesses, no longer will people say, do you remember what happened in Toronto 25 years ago? No longer will look, people look back on a past outpouring. For the Lord is transitioning Catch the Fire into a worldwide movement. On, and there right. will be a mark on January 25th, the anniversary when the CD is dropped. And even as um, the Jesus, um, even as the Jesus culture released a CD which put Bethel on the map, the release of this CD is going to change everything for the movement. And there's an anointing like Catherine Coleman on this, which will mark the movement of glory and presence encounters where people are healed Whoa, in the heart and then physically healed. Specifically in this house, there are going to be nights of worship that will explode in miracles. My husband actually saw healing miracles in the house. Oh, so man. I just feel like Thank the Lord man. is saying, get ready, get ready, get ready. 2019 is the year of family, the event Evangelist and breakthrough like never before. Oh, amen. Awesome. Shara, great word. So 
Great word, Laura. If you've been believing God for breakthrough in some pretty major areas in your life, would you put your hand on your heart? I heard the Lord yesterday say three times, I have not forgotten. I have not forgotten. I have not forgotten. 2019 is going to be a year of both resurrection and multiplied returns. God is taking your process and areas where things have felt dormant. And he says that dormancy is not dead. And to the things that seem dead, he says, I'm the Lord of the resurrection. And the resurrects, the re that which is resurrected is so much more glorious than the, than the first version. I hear him saying, I am the Lord of the harvest. Do not be discouraged. Look up. He's the Lord of the harvest and the harvest will come at the appointed time. Things that seem dead, old, barren, will bear new life, but wait for his appointed time. He reminded me of the scripture, Galatians 6, 9. Do not draw weary in doing good, for at the proper time you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. Yeah. I, I, I heard him saying, I'm calling out of the ashes a holy fire. No trial will be wasted. I hear him saying again, I have not forgotten. I'm taking back what has been stolen. 2019 will be a year of reclaiming, renaming, repurposing, repositioning, restoring, and resurrecting. I'm going deep into the foundation, deep foundational work that will allow you to build higher and higher because you're not just building with me, but you're building on me. I am your truth and revelation. I am your wisdom and strength. Find me in the deep places. I am the Lord of the harvest. I am here. I am making all things new. Wait for my appointed time. Yeah, come on. Thank you, Thanks, Laura. Laura. For Kelly. Um, hi, everyone. So I heard that 2019 is going to be a year of greater intimacy for the lovers of Jesus. Bonds of fear are going to be broken off in 2019. I heard that old prophetic words will be dusted off and revisited. I see them coming to life and bringing life. I hear Jesus saying, I want to fill my body with greater courage, greater courage than they've ever known. We will be going outside the four walls of the church. I see a fire being lit beneath us, his lovers, to go outside and bring in the harvest in 2019. Um, I also hear that there will, be, uh, there will be fear that is flying off in an intimacy that takes place where fear once held ground. I see the lovers of Jesus drawing near to him with a desire for him and a passion greater than anything we have ever known. I see us, um, Jesus captivating our eyes, the eyes of his lover. I see new ground being taken, new territory being taken back from the devil, places where fear once stood. I see hope now stands. Love now takes precedent. I kept seeing a woman who was dancing, and the Lord told me that her name was Constance. He said she is picking up the long sword of faith. 2019 will be a year that we dance in constant faith. I see, us, I see that there will be a continuous faith through the things ahead and the things to come. Yes, come we will be learning to believe for them and overcoming doubt, dancing upon the lies of the enemy. It'll be a year of doubling again, doubling of faith, doubling of courage, doubling to go out. It'll also be a year 
year of family. I think we've had that word a couple times. There were a couple um, scriptures that he gave me. Revelations 22.3, and every curse will be broken and no longer exist for the throne of God and the Lamb will be in the city. His loving servants will serve him. They will see constantly his face and his name will be on their foreheads. Also, Revelation 1.17, don't yield to fear. I am the beginning and I am the end. The living one, I was dead, but now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys that unlock death in the unseen world. Amen. Fantastic. Thank you, Kelly. Erica. The Lord said 2018 was a year of purging and pruning in order to grow. The Lord said, I grew the capacity of my children to carry what I am releasing in this season. 2019 will be a year again of multiplication and purification that will lead to internal revival. This year, internal revivals will come together and crescendo into a super revival that will be the bursting forth of my power like never before. 2019 will be a year of overflow or exposure. The Lord showed me a road that broke into two and then came back together like a turnabout in a neighborhood. And he said, there will be two distinct experiences for my children. One will be a path of being overtaken by the overflow of my blessings. Wow. The, others, the other will be the exposure for those who have yet, not yet done their inner work of purification. But be encouraged because whatever path you were on, the road comes back together into overflow. The Lord says the guard has changed and there will be a humbling and correcting of my leaders. They will seek me more fervently and with more hunger as they will know that I desire to do something much, much greater than that which they have seen or experienced. Darkness is stirring up. Last year it was being revealed. This year it will begin to fall. Nations that have been ruled by darkness will be revealed. Even my very elect who have been deceived will be revealed. There will be higher levels of dark powers and principalities to be broken. It will require those who walk in the activation of their authority to come forth and take authority over the high gates. The Lord said, equip my people. There is a growing frustration among the people for the feeling of powerlessness in all they've done. He said, I have placed this in them so they know that there is more. I will increase their hunger for the deeper things. He says he desires to take my sons and daughters deeper into my heart to reveal more of my mysteries and secrets. He said there is much, much more that has not yet been revealed. There will be an outpouring of revelation in ways that will leave my sons and daughters in awe and wonder. He says, I'm healing up the brokenness in my children for a broken vessel cannot house my spirit in the way I have designed. There's a difference between my children experiencing overflow versus leakage. In order to come into overflow, the broken spaces must be filled with wholeness. I'm removing the masks in ministry. There will be an increase of authenticity and hunger for the move of the spirit. It will be an inward hunger. The hearts will become more purified and I will increase access into the heavenly realm. The Lord said that he will increase the revelation and the mysteries and the secrets. He will be opening up the size of the open 
opening through which he brings revelation from the kingdom of heaven into the earth realm. I will be positioning Catch the Fire Raleigh to be an international leader in his kingdom. People will continue to come from all around and learn how we have organized our worship center to experience the many miracles that will be manifesting. I will be increasing the acquisition of wealth to the body of Christ. And real estate, he said, is an imperative that those who carry my heart take dominion over the land. Come on, come on. I'm releasing inheritance for those who have the capacity to steward my word and resources to become kingdom distribution centers. He said, now is the time to get your house in order. Cal spoke of that earlier, your internal house and your financial house. Now is the time to get it in order. He said he is depositing, he is depositing the inheritance to those who can properly and obediently receive. I'm releasing oneness in marriage, and we've talked about that. And lastly, he said there will be a rising up of fearless obedience, true courage. And my children will operate in fearless obedience to do my will no matter what. Come on, I'm you. continuing to open eyes both in the spiritual and the natural. It is time for my children to truly see. He said he will be releasing a flowing of his river of living waters bursting forth from my children. They will not be able to hold back my power in them. And he said to leave you today with, do not hold me back. Come on. Do not hold back which God desires to release through you. Awesome. Thank you. Wonderful. Shara, Laura, Kelly, Erica, great, great job. Thank you. Thank you so much. So good. Wow. So good. Okay, so there's a lot to take in, right? But um, I've just, uh, we put together a summary, I'll put together a couple of slides, if you could have that up, please. Um, the first slide is a little small, a little hard to read, but there's, did you... Did you catch some of the themes coming through? All right, the first theme for me, the major, one of the major themes which is carrying with it a, a promise and a window of opportunity uh, is the opportunity for purification of our heart and healing of brokenness. Right, a windows of opportunity, increase, you know, time of preparation, putting our house in order, repentance, transparency, pruning, the Lord putting the axe to the root of the tree. And uh, out of that coming a contrast between light and darkness, a freedom from fear, a release of courage, and an increased manifestation of the priesthood of all believers. That's all of us being revealed. The, the, the fire and the power and the glory and the holiness and the purity of God being revealed in us and then through us. So the first one of those themes coming through is the purification of the heart and the healing of brokenness. Next slide, please. Then we heard about God raising up evangelists. It's the year of evangelists. Jesus, the evangelist, being revealed, resulting in a harvest in the seven mountains uh, of, of influence in society, especially in business and in Durham. Um, a new era of the kingdom, including the release of wealth to business people, signs and wonders and miracles, inheritances, the greater works coming. Uh, an increase in the prophetic revelation, the secrets of God's heart. Erica just shared, talked about that just now. 
um, the release of power through our words and our voice. Um, uh, we, she didn't really mention it, Shara, but when she, uh, the fullness of the word is part of that, the power on the, on the words and the Holy Spirit uh, increasing the, the power of our voices. Final slide, please. Uh, a year of doubling and multiplication. Um, this is a couple from uh, the first service prayer movement in-house, including the marriage of the prophetic and intercession. Uh, and then finally, a year of family restoration and household salvation, including a double portion for sons and daughters. Come on, that's good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And so, so the question then comes, okay, this is wonderful and glorious, and hopefully you've been built up, hopefully you've been encouraged, hopefully if you've had, got some challenging issues, there's some consolation that's come for you. But how do we respond? So corporately together, um, I, we're, I'm hoping to do in the next little while, um, and we're a little bit better prepared than we were last year, uh, to actually get these, the summary of the words into your hands so that you begin, can begin to pray. And I think this, it's important that we then have a season of praying in Ignite groups, of, of praying in, in, in various areas of our community uh, as we meet to pray into what God wants to do. So corporately, there's a, there's a, there's a prayer and a, and a release of that. And, um, and um, just believing God together. But individually, there's also a, a response for us. Uh, actually, before I get to the, the individual, when we, you know, we're putting, we're thinking through, and the Lord's already been speaking to us for a while, uh, particularly with the issues of, of the heart, of putting in some more training, uh, of having some more seminars and some more equipping to enable us uh, as a body, not just to have receive healing ourselves, but to then be able to release healing to those around us. And so watch out in the next you know, coming uh, while for some uh, opportunities for you to grow in things like deliverance and, and healing. Um, both for yourself and others. But then how do we respond individually? Well, you know, as I've been thinking and praying about this, uh, I keep seeing a door in front of us. Uh, and, and I've been thinking, Lord, what's the door? And, and John 10, uh, Jesus says, I am the door. He is the door. And actually, so how do we see these words fulfilled? Well, we step through the doorway that is Jesus Christ. Because these words are in him. They, 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 he was the one that's going to fulfill them in us. And, and I believe that there's a, an opportunity for each one of us to step into a door of Jesus. I've literally been in my mind's eye as I've been coming to pray. I've been saying, Lord, thank you, Jesus, that you're the door. And I step into you now. Because the, because the gospel isn't just that we get to go to heaven. The gospel is that Jesus has come and brought heaven to us and that now we are seated in the heavenly places in Christ. In, in uh, Hebrews chapter 10, it says that the writer says that he's, um, Jesus has created or opened up a new and living way by which we access the holy places. Now he's not talking about the whole holy places on earth. It's clear from the context he's talking about the heavenly realm. And so Jesus is the doorway for us, not just for salvation, but the doorway into the heavenly realm. 
And so the, the, that, that, the reality of who we are in Christ, I feel like what God is doing is he's saying, okay, you've known that in, rea- in, 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 a, in a theoretical or in, in, in a conceptual way. You've known something of a taste of it, but I'm bringing you now into greater realms of experience of what it means to be seated with Christ in heavenly places and to live in that heavenly realm. But how do we get there? Well, the doorway is Jesus Christ. He's the doorway. He's the one. He's our high priest. His blood has sprinkled our hearts to make us clean. His word has washed our bodies to make us clean. And his, and his invitation is step in over the threshold through the door that is Christ Jesus. Not only is he our door, but he's also our good shepherd. So once we get in, and it's not, you know, I, I truly believe that's a daily opportunity. That's a daily offering to us to experience the reality of heaven. And once we're, as we're in Christ Jesus, and that's open to every single one of us that's in Christ, he is then our good shepherd, our leader, to restore our souls, to bring us into freedom, to bring us into his joy. And so this is, it, 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 to see these words fulfilled, it doesn't rely upon our effort or our ability. It actually relies on stepping us stepping into Christ Jesus. It's not that he's doing necessarily something entirely new that's never been done before. What he's doing is he's, he's you know, Jesus won on the cross 2,000 years ago at full access for us and a release of the Holy Spirit. But what he's calling us into is a greater experience personally of all that he has for us. A greater experience of what it means to be in Christ Jesus. Not just from a, I'm going to heaven one day point of view, but from a release of heaven all around you, to you and then all around you, and, and a release into that. And so he's, he's increasing our hunger to increase the manifestation amongst us, right? And so, the, the, it, but having said that it doesn't require our effort, we're relying upon Jesus, it does require us to keep stepping into Christ, to keep opening the door, to keep reminding ourselves, Jesus, you are the door and I step into you and are asking and partnering with the Holy Spirit to set us free from the, some of the things that we need to be set free from. So already this year, I've been, having, I've been like asking the Lord, search me, Psalm 139, search me and know me, O God. See if there's any way of pain, any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. Because why? Because the Holy Spirit is not just here, but he's here. He's on the inside of me. The power of Christ is on the inside of me. And the invitation is to not walk in with the, 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 the baggage that, I, that I've been walking with, but to allow the Holy Spirit to set me free. It's the same invitation for you. It's the gospel. The glorious gospel isn't that somehow God is out there. He's now God on the inside. Take a look at yourself just in here. If you're a believer, just, just look right here. Right there, the Bible says, is a river of living water. It's a wellspring of eternal life. It's, it's Christ on the inside of us is the hope of glory. He's the door. He is our leader. He's the one that is going to cause his purpose and his plan to be fulfilled in our lives. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 says this. In Christ, all, let's say all, all of God's promises are yes all of God's promises are yes. In other words, everything that we've just heard of and everything that we read of in the Bible, everything that, we've, we, that we, we see Jesus do is ours in God, 
in Christ Jesus. It's God's purpose and his desire to release it to us. And it's in Christ. All of those promises that we've just heard of are yes to us. Tick, you've got it. Not based on our ability, not based on our own effort, based on our partnering with who God has already, what God has already done for us by the Holy Spirit. So all of God's promises are yes in Christ. But then he goes on to say this. Therefore, through him is the amen by us to the glory of God. So not only are the promises of, from God's perspective, yes to us because we're in Christ, but Christ in us is saying on the inside of us, yes, and causing an amen on the inside of us to rise back up as we hear those words and, and, and the prophetic words and look at the promises. And the yes on the inside of us is saying, amen, God. And it's Christ who's not just saying, these are the promises, they're yes to you, but it's Christ on the inside of us saying, yes, back to you, God, I want it. So let the yes of Christ on the inside of you rise up right now. Let the amen of God. And what's the purpose? The amen is to the glory of God. It's not just so that we can have a nice time and enjoy ourselves here and think that we're special because we have the Holy Spirit, but there's a release to the glory of God of the fire and the majesty of God being released to the broken world because the world absolutely needs what we're carrying, who we're carrying, the love of Christ and the power of God. And so there's this yes on the inside of us that is in Christ Jesus. Just let it go for a minute. Just let it, let it out. Just say yes. Yes, Lord. I want that. Amen. I want it. And then 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 says this. I love this. His divine power, the Holy Spirit, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Everything that you need for the fulfillment of God's word and destiny and calling over your life is already on the inside of you by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's good news. That doesn't mean to say I've somehow got to try and beat myself there. No, the Holy Spirit is already on the inside. Just partner with him. Allow your yes to come along and for him to speak to your heart and for you to step into a new realm of obedience and submission to him. And how does that happen? Well, his, so the verse goes on to say, his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. How? Through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence or virtue. So how does, how does that divine power come? What's God calling us into? That the yes actually comes out of our knowledge of who he is. Not just our knowledge of who he is, but our relationship with him. And so God's calling us into a deeper place. You want to see these words fulfilled? Well, step into deeper relationship with me. Turn aside. Allow me to speak to you. Allow me to touch your heart. God's speaking to us. This bubble of eternal life, this fountain of eternal life that's flowing on the inside of us, stirring us, calling us into a deeper intimacy. And out of that place, as Kelly prophesied, out of that place of intimacy comes a release of the power and the fire and the glory of God. And again, I said, it's for the lost, for the glory of his name. How exciting. Catch the fire rally. Durham, we're going up. We're going up, not because of our own goodness and our own virtue, but because of God's glory and God's virtue. Because of his excellence. The invitation is press in for more. 
press in for relationship. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, it says that we all, we're, we're, with unveiled faces, we behold as in an image the glory of God and we're transformed from one degree of glory to another degree. And the transformation comes from beholding. So we're in Christ Jesus. All the promises, he's our door. He's our shepherd, shepherding us. All the promises of God to us are yes. The yes on the inside of us is coming from Jesus. And he is calling us to love him, to behold him, to gaze upon him. And as we do that, the end result is that we get a vision of God, Isaiah 6. And then we hear God say, who will send me? And we say, here we are, send us, Lord. So I want to invite you to stand. And I want, I want to invite you, if you want to, just to take a moment. I know we've just done this before, but take a moment just to say yes to the Lord and to offer yourself up and to say, Lord, I want it all. Or if you don't want it all, that's fine. Really, I'll have your portion, that's sure. But, 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 but to say, I want that, Lord. I want all that you have for me, Lord. And right at the start of this 2019, I, I want to invite you just to say amen to the Holy Spirit. As Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. Let it happen, Lord. Lord, and everything that is in the way, every blockage, everything that's stopping me from entering into the fullness, I surrender it to you now. And I ask that you would clear it out. It's a year of cleaning out. It's a year of the release of heaven in greater measure. The power of God. Just say yes. And then what I want you to do is I want you to picture a door in front of you. That door is Jesus Christ himself. And his invitation to you and I is come over the threshold. Come into the realms of heaven. And so I want, to, I want to invite you to picture yourself. Just say to Jesus, Jesus, you are my door. You are my gate. And I step through you now. And I want to invite you to take a step, even a minor step if you're behind another chair. Just a little step, a big step in your heart. I am coming through, through you into your promises. Jesus, you are my door. You are my door. Would you shepherd me? Would you lead me? Would you restore my soul? And would you cause me to eat at your banqueting table? That your goodness and your mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Just commit your heart to him. Proverbs chapter 3 says, in all your ways acknowledge him, commit your way to him. He will lead you. He will lead you. I just feel a sense of, feel the Holy Spirit coming and taking your hand. Just offer him out your hand if you want to. And saying, walk with me. 
extend the invitation into a deeper walk, a deeper life. Put your hands in the hands of the Lord God.